Greetings, everyone. It's Karen Beauvais, your responsible broker in Colorado. And I'm here to give you an exciting class today called Making It Work Together. Best Practices and Conflict, conflict Resolution for Real Estate. Now, I'm not just talking about teams. I'm talking about real estate, people working in a real estate office together. First practice I can give you for sure is quit the gossip. You got some gossip out there. Come to me, come to your managing director, come to your, your anybody, but a, a fellow employee where you can just gossip, gossip, gossip. That just kills people. It just kills our business and everything around it. So if you've got some things that are you want to get off your chest, don't just gossip about it, okay? For real estate agents that are just starting out, being part of a team can be a great way to launch and grow your new business. Again, your team is your office. Not I'm not just talking about teams within your office. I'm talking about your whole team, the entire Coldwell Banker Distinctive Properties, whether it be in Montrose, Grand Junction, Vail, Telluride, Steamboat, Craig, that's your team. For experienced agents, putting a team together can add you leverage and energy to existing real estate business. For couples, friends, colleagues working together, you can offer the opportunity to bring the strengths of each one of your partners for every transaction. So what do you do if your team is struggling to work together? Here's an action plan. Maybe your real estate team, again, the whole office or just the team that you're in, is suffering from an internal conflict, a frustration from a slow market, maybe some bad things that went wrong, un unanticipated growing pains. Whatever the case, get a handle on your issues and making the, a plan to get back on track. It involves honesty, communication, and actionable strategies. Get real. Get real. For many people, the hardest part of handling problems is admitting that they have one. All that simmering tension isn't just going to go away. You have to address it and get everyone on board with working towards a solution. Put together a workshop or maybe a retreat to give everyone a chance to fully address the issues and put together a plan for improvement. Of course, this can be done at your office meeting. If it's a team within your office, go out to lunch, talk about it. What's going on? Why is one team member upset with the other? Why is there somebody in your office that just bugs the crap out of you? you those are the kind of things you've got to verbalize. Get it out in the open. Again, no gossip. you got to speak the truth. Conflict doesn't magically go away. If everybody isn't making their opinions heard, don't let somebody sit back there in the corner with their arms crossed over their chest and not say anything. You have to be willing to be honest with each other about things that are problematic or upsetting. This might mean that some people are going to be uncomfortable with their conversation. But with people that you love and value, honestly, this is the best policy. Verbalize. Get it out in the open. I don't like Sally because she does what? And get it out, not just rumors. Get rid of those. And no gossiping. Emphasize the value of honest communication and keep the end result in mind. you got to speak honestly to each other. Um, it, it's just the, I get passionate about it. It's just the best policy. you got to understand what's causing that conflict. Sometimes personal conflicts spell over into the work, to the workplace. 
That could be the tension that you're feeling isn't work-related. You're fighting with your husband, your children, your wife, your significant other. And that tension is being brought into the office. Those relationships need to be mended first to benefit the entire team. You have to have an honest conversation with the people involved and offer support as they work out their differences. Then you got to revisit your roots. Over time, you may find that you've forgotten the things that worked well when you were just starting out. Maybe you've begun to micromanage or alternatively, you've checked out and stopped taking an active role. You're just sitting back in the corner all by yourself and you don't want to be involved anymore. Maybe your team used to socialize together and that's fallen by the wayside. Hey, I'm here to tell you, as the number one party girl you're ever going to meet, you need to socialize with each other. Think back at the beginning when things were working well and then look back at what's changed. A lot of times it's just letting off steam and getting together without in out of the workplace. Take steps and check in. All this communication means little if you're not taking the steps to improve the situation. Once you understand the problems, come up with a plan to address them. Maybe the solution involves a more equitable distribution of the duties. Maybe somewhere in your team, again, whether it's the office or just your own team, you need to distribute. Okay, you go put up signs. You go um, help me with getting this listing appointment. You need to distribute. Don't try to take it on all at the same time. Maybe you just need to bring in some support to take some of the operational burdens off of your team members. I know we have a team here in Steamboat. They brought in a a support person to help with all their team members. It's working. It's working beautifully. Put your plan into action and check back off and to ensure that the the steps that you've identified are still being implemented. A real estate team, again, office or individual team, is built on relationships relationships that is and needs to be nurtured like one show how much you care about your team by taking the time to address issues as they arise be part of the solution and keep everyone operating at peak performance very important people love each other sure that's a great way to put it love each other no gossip no rumors hug somebody today have a wonderful day thanks so much